0: This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at messy.fm. Hi, friends. Jill here of the Live Great Grace podcast. I am flying solo today. Michael had to leave on business, but I am bringing another guest that I thought you guys would resonate with. They are the coolest couple ever, Pilly and Dano from Coconuts and Coordinates. They are travel bloggers who currently live in Dubai right now, and they just have an incredible story of how they have. They've traveled from South America to Europe, met in Europe, and now they live in Dubai and they have a travel blog and they specifically give tips for people who are still working nine to five jobs because they are still working nine to five jobs. So I sat down with them and asked them some questions. So give it a listen and hope you all have a fantastic day. I'm Jillian Leonard and I'm Michael Leonard. We're college sweethearts together for nine years and married for four. We have embarked on this journey together in the hopes of impacting lives and changing the world one person at a time.
1: And together we're here to bring you practical tips and applications to help you in your everyday life. Whether it be personal growth, finances, marriage, or your
0: overall health, we've got you covered. So sit back and enjoy Welcome back to the Live Great Grace podcast. I am so excited to be joined with some of our really close Insta friends that we met. Let me tell you, they have the most beautiful Instagram I have ever seen. Uh, Their page is called Coconuts and Coordinates, and they are with me now live from Dubai, which is super awesome. We had a little bit of trouble getting connected, but we're actually actually here. So thank you guys so much for being on. I'm super excited to talk to y'all.
1: Thank you for inviting us. We are very, very excited as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So for anyone who might not know who you are, uh, tell us a little bit about your story and how you got to this point.
2: Uh, We're both from South America. I I think you can uh, recognize that from my accent, Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
2: not as much from Philly's. We moved to Europe uh, after school uh, and we met in Germany. Uh, I think about ten years ago we started dating for two years. We broke up. Uh, <laughs> Billy moved out of Germany. Uh, eventually, she ended up in Dubai. We got reconnected. We started dating again.
1: That's five years ago. We're going. It's going to be our anniversary this weekend. Oh, congratulations! Uh, exactly.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, we had a long distance relationship for about three years uh, until I moved to Dubai after my my studies. And we've been living together for three years now.
0: Wow. So then when did you guys start Coordinates and Coconuts? Like what brought that on?
1: Um, So, well, we started Coconuts and Coordinates about a year ago, more than a year ago. Um, We started traveling a little bit back then. And uh, everything that we did like that we explored and everything was based through blogs. So mm. I think that's kind of how it came up.
2: Yeah, we realized the, the power that actually blogs, real, real information has over over people planning, over people in our same situation. And we just wanted to share our bits, our experiences, uh, the learning process, uh, the good things, the bad things, uh, just uh, the reality of uh, what we do and where we go. That's uh, what we decided to
0: do back then. That's awesome. So you wanted to really just travel and then share it with the world, basically?
1: Yeah, and I think also something that was important for us um, is the fact that there's a lot of fabricated, beautiful Instagram reality of places. And then you you end up being in a place and it doesn't look like what you saw on on Instagram. So we decided that our Instagram will look as pretty as anything else you see in our um, blog post, when we talk about place, it's very real, like you have the beautiful image and next to it, you'll have the raw unedited things. So that when you go there, you know what you're expecting. You don't find that in any blogs, really.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I was just saying that this weekend, I was in Southern California. And whenever you go, you think you're going to it's going to look like the movies, but it looks the exact opposite of that. So I think that's really awesome that you guys are trying to show the real world as it is.
2: It's something that uh, we, we realized uh, when traveling. Sometimes uh, you just end up being disappointed about a place because your expectations are super high. Mm-hmm. The place might not even be that bad. Just, uh, it, it looks so, so pretty on the pictures and on the videos and everything that, that you just end up being disappointed. That's, that's about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How cool. That is awesome. So what was kind of a defining moment for you guys when you just decided like, Hey, let's go for it. Was there anything that really pushed you guys to start making this blog?
2: Well, actually there was uh, one uh, where we decided to to start uh, designing a project of uh, what our blog would be. And that was in Bali. Um, that's when we actually realized the power that blog has. Uh, we we took a lot of information from blogs to plan our trip to Bali. Uh, we designed the trip fully based on some some blogs that we actually liked, and uh, that's that's when we thought, okay, we, we want to do this, and uh, we brought our GoPro to Bali. We did, I think, some pictures.
1: Yeah, yeah, we would just put the GoPro on outer mode and not even put ourselves on focus and we thought that that was it.
2: <laughs> then, uh, yeah, then the second the second one is when we actually started uh, doing our posts, which is in the Philippines. Yeah. Uh, you can actually talk about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, when we were in the Philippines, um, we kind of understood a bit more about photography little bit and we start enjoying a lot uh creating content taking photos um and we wanted to share it even more like the fact that everybody talks about these touristic places and we were able to to find islands by ourselves and be there alone we wanted to share that with other people and also share that you don't need um, really long holidays to actually get to know a place of course Mm -hmm. it has its limitations but i guess yeah that was the second part yeah.
0: That is And awesome. it's when we
1: become, became like more consistent as well, like slightly more consistent because at the, at the beginning we just post it whenever, you know, like a regular account.
0: hmm Started traveling. Uh, what are some of the challenges that you've really had to overcome? One of the posts that I saw from you guys that was the reason why I wanted to interview you is you talked about all of the preparation and everything that goes on behind the scenes for one photo that people don't really see. Can you talk about that a little bit?
2: Yeah. uh, Well, basically, we already uh, said we didn't have uh, any knowledge about photography. Um, And, uh, well, if if you want to take uh, selfies that look good, they're not selfies, but we take them ourselves, um, you have to carry a lot of gear with you. You have to take the tripod. You have to take the, the camera lenses, uh, the drones, uh, the remotes. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of fear that we have to carry to every single place. Then you have to set up a tripod. You have to look for the right angle. You have to uh, take the right clothes with you, especially okay. Billy, She has to plan it in advance so it looks nice.
1: Yeah, so basically you wear it's like uh, one single color and I would wear something that matches with him or something that makes me stand out depending on where we shoot um and it takes a lot of time
2: and a lot of shots as well because if you're taking the, the photo by yourself uh, sometimes the focus is not right or if you move a bit the focus will just uh, lose you and the picture don't look good and it's a lot of a lot of effort just to take one one, one picture sure but,
1: um, and i'll see in photos that you to choose something i mean he's choose one photo and he's like why do we take 100 photos for one post? We're not going to go again to these photos? I'm like, no, that's
2: it. It's very disappointing when you end up having a lot of pictures <laughs> that you like, but you just post one of a place. Right. And the rest, they just go to your hard drive.
0: Yeah. So do you wait until you're back to look at all the photos and edit them? or try, Or do you try and do it while you're there?
1: We get very curious. So yeah. when we know we had a good shoots we, we look at them in the ipad sometimes we would post them right then but i rather like fit in the computer and edit them, edit them properly later on
0: okay
2: and this is something we have to work on because uh yeah in the the recommendation for the, these situations is to actually at night when you have time every day take a look at the pictures and just get rid of those that you definitely don't like because if you don't do that after nine days, you'll <laughs> oh, end up with a lot a lot of pictures to choose from.
0: Yeah. And so did you guys, were you guys photographers before, or did you more self-teach?
2: No, we're definitely 100% uh, self-teach. Uh, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow,
0: because your photos yeah, are I mean, gorgeous. I, the, I mean, Dana has
1: developed, like, really good photography skills he's become really really good at it. Um and I'm the editor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how we combine the work and the poser.
2: <laughs> yeah, and like everything uh, I I started taking photos uh, because of Billy. Mhm. Uh, she actually was the one that wanted the 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 camera, the semi-professional camera. She wanted to learn to take pictures and everything, but yeah, I I I ended up being the one taking them. And I really enjoyed <laughs> it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so one question I want to ask you guys as a couple who is now working together, talk about that transition, like learning to work together and be in a relationship. Can you guys speak to that at all?
1: Um, it's not always easy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it, it has become like a massive part of our life now. Like yeah. we both have our have full-time jobs, So when we come home, we keep working because we have the post that goes at 9pm and we need to everything see what works and yeah sometimes we disagree um, or maybe we're we're shooting in a bit violent and um, i don't know we get like dano gets a bit frustrated because we've done tons of shots uh but it's also very nice it's something it's a passion that we share together and, and it's given us pretty amazing opportunities
2: yeah i think for from from my point of view it's definitely something nice because you end up learning something about the other one that you normally don't know because you don't work with that person
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, so you you learn to appreciate other skills uh, and you definitely learn about more about that uh, or about who your your couple is and uh, for me it's been a nice experience we definitely have some confrontations, <laughs> uh, some heated arguments every once in a while, but it, it's normal. I mean, we're still a couple and couples fight. right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's interesting when you disagree creatively. How do you guys work through something like that?
1: Um, let's say I work marketing. So in a way, I'm a bit more controlling. Um, but then, so yeah, he's like, why do you have to decide on this photo or what, what goes out? I think with time now we both understand kind of the dynamics of why that photo goes where. Um, so I, yeah, I mean sometimes we need to swallow our things and just let it pass because mm-hmm. at the end it is a business. It's become a business, but at the same time it's something that it's our baby I and mean, we we need to. I need to let him choose as well. He needs to let me do th- do stuff that he would never do. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
2: As I mentioned, yeah, because you you kind of learned about the strengths of the other person, you just uh, rely on that. And if if you think uh, she's right and that's that's her subject, her her topic, and she do it, she, she knows.
0: Yeah, you kind of learn to trust each other's strengths.
2: Yeah, definitely, hundred percent.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay. So then what are some things that, you know, you wish people knew really about traveling? Um, You're like, let me start at the top of this huge list.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, basically that if you want to start traveling, you need to make it a priority. Yeah. Like before we didn't travel that much because for us, that was not the priority. The priority was to go out with your friends and, it's very easy to spend money, especially in Dubai. Mm-hmm. Um, so it becomes it comes to a point where do you really need that pair of shoes or do you really need that? No, you don't. So if when when travel is your priority, you can make it happen regardless. If you have a nine to five job, if you're self employed, whatever it is, you can do it. And I think having a nine to five complicates it a bit more. Mm-hmm. So if you plan it and you save, you can do it.
2: Yeah, and uh, one one thing that we learned uh, a lot during these last two months because uh, I, I basically ran out of uh, my annual leave, so I, oh. I cannot travel anymore. Until um,
1: December. Till December. Wow!
2: So we we started traveling uh, around around Dubai. Basically, we just take the car and we go to the desert or we go to Oman, and that's that's still travel. We just go for the weekend and take the tent with us. We don't spend a lot of money, but we, we really enjoy it. So it's it's definitely something uh, we, we learn to appreciate and we just can't get enough of it.
1: It's something we didn't do out of work and it's like, okay, should we go to Oman? Great. We applied for the visa for a week, like a week before, and we just put everything in my poor car that's already yeah. Amish. But we to and see where we can camp for the night. Like we, leave, we left this weekend at 9 p.m. So we just found a place to camp. And then we kept going the next day to the mountain that we wanted to go. And it was beautiful.
0: How cool. That's awesome. So then you guys kind of touched on it a little bit. You're still working nine to fives. But how do you really prepare for these trips, um, especially the big ones?
2: Well, I'm I'm the engineer, so I kind of uh, <laughs> I am the planner. Yeah, I'm very pragmatic when it comes to that. Uh, I cannot I cannot avoid it. So, <laughs> what what we do is it starts uh, with us uh, like the year before. We we sit together and we start talking about places that we really want to see. Then we will go to look for the for the holidays, the public holidays that we have in Dubai. Which unfortunately they're never confirmed. Mm. So it will depend on the moon. So you just uh, risk it. And uh, the positive thing about that the prices for the flights are still low. It's not considered high season. So that's what we do. We book the tickets in advance. Uh, then we start looking about uh, places, we, we do our research. Because one thing we we realized is, okay, the the tickets uh, from here to, let's say, Philippines or Indonesia,
1: uh,
2: we have to book them early. But uh, inside of Asia, it doesn't really matter. So if you decide on a country, uh, then you you can start thinking about uh, where would you like to go in that country. And that's what we do. Uh, We decide a couple of places. We normally travel for nine days. We will try to spend Maximum two nights each place. So we maximize the places that we see during these
1: nine days. And we make sure that the lead that we take from work is the least possible. So that's why we do nine days. And so we have a part in our blog that will be out very soon, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Um, it's called Nine Days of Grace. Because we want to encourage people that have a job to have a nine-to-five to take the least days off possible, and yet you still have the five days of the week and then the
2: weekend. Two weekends, at, yeah. Okay. So you have nine days, so that's what we do, and we don't spend uh, much time in one place. We just move around a lot. Uh, we we look into blogs, uh, Instagram, and, uh, we go for it. Yeah. Of course, there's a lot of budgeting as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't let me forget about... Compromise on future travels or, or savings. And we try to stick to that.
0: Okay. So, well, that's super interesting that you guys are really trying to maximize the travel within the nine to five. And I think that most people are probably in that position. Um, do you guys have any advice for if somebody wants to travel and they do have a traditional nine to five, How you know how to plan or how to ask for time off from their boss or like uh, budgeting that you guys could recommend?
2: Well, one, now that you mentioned that one very positive thing about just taking five days off is that uh, your boss won't really mind. I mean, it's not like, you, you, like you're leaving for one month. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to convince uh, your business that uh, to let you go just any time. So that's one positive thing. I, I never I never have to rebook my tickets or uh, change the dates because it's always accepted. Um, and one thing that uh, we learned uh, in this year is that you should really think about what you want to experience your, your holiday mm-hmm. and uh, start planning from there. Uh, sometimes you just want to go to a place because it's trending but uh, maybe you, you want to experience something different. So if, if you want to go to a, I don't know, to a very nice beach and be alone and uh, just have, have time to uh, for your thoughts, just uh, don't go to Bali because Bali might be more crowded and might be different than what what you want to actually do. So just uh, take a second and, and really think what you want to get out of the holiday. And uh, that should be your starting
1: because I think the reason why a lot of people don't like a place is because they go with a different mindset. Mm. They don't really know what to expect or they saw it on Instagram and it looked beautiful, but maybe you end up in Bali and the high season stuck in traffic to move from one place to another for it. I don't know. 20 minutes become three hours. Mm. So you don't end up enjoying that as much as you should.
0: So do you recommend people do a fair amount of research before they pick a place?
2: Yeah, yeah, most definitely. You should you should look uh in different on different uh, places. Just Google for the place. Just uh, try Instagram. Just uh, some blogs, and you'll find uh, a lot of different information, a lot of different opinions, and uh, you can make up your mind. Uh, normally we pick two or three places, uh, we start doing the research, and then we decide on one. Mm,
1: okay. That's why we rely so much on blogs because. Um, if we are able to relate to that blogger, then maybe we would like it. If we don't, if we don't really like the, the things he's talking about or the type of travel that he does or she does, then most likely it's not for us or most likely we have to find other, other people to give mm. us their experiences.
0: That's super interesting. So then when you guys are traveling, um, I'm sure everybody who's listening is like, okay, they're pros at traveling. What kind of tips or what, what advice can you give to people to make their trip the best
1: experience? Um, well, there's, there's a lot of things. Like, uh, Don't be afraid to go to new places to go to unexplored places that you, you haven't seen on Instagram, that your friends haven't gone to, um, and that people might tell you that it's dangerous or maybe you risked it and gone there. And we were so positively surprised. So be adventurous, get lost. You'll always find a way back.
2: Okay. Yeah, uh, for us, for example, uh, one of the most special trips we had was to uh, Mozambique, Mm -hmm. And we actually, we were planning to go to South Africa, to Cape Town. Uh, And we started uh, doing our research and looking for places and planning the route. And we looked at each other and we just, uh, yeah, we we knew it wasn't the place for us in that moment. We were looking for something different, more adventurous. Uh, So instead, we decided to go to Mozambique, one of uh, my, my obsessions, (laughs)
1: Uh, he he found it on google maps and that's how he finds places like he found it on google maps and thought oh my god that that water looks freaking awesome oh wow
2: (laughs) yeah that's something i do a lot i just go to google maps and start looking for places uh because i don't really mind that that if if a place has not been uh, discovered so to say uh, by by instagram yet Mm-hmm. I don't mind. I just uh, if I if I see something I like, uh, uh, we just go for it. And uh, the trip uh, ended up being amazing. Uh, it was difficult to get there. Uh, it was difficult to plan the visa. I, it was a complete nightmare.
1: But and people tell you it's super dangerous, and it's not true. It wa the people were the friendliest, and it was amazing.
2: Yeah, we we had a very very nice time.
0: How cool! So then, now that you guys, have, you guys have had a lot of experience traveling, um, what are some of the best places that you've ever been to or the most memorable?
2: Uh, well, for me, uh, well, I already said it. For me, it was Mozambique. Um, I, I cannot tell you enough about that place. Uh, it, it's the fact that it's still a bit untouched by, by tourism, so the people are really authentic. Uh, they're very happy people, very friendly, and you have the most uh, stunning islands uh, around there. It's, it's just, for me, it was an unbelievable trip that we combined with uh, Kruger National Park in South Africa, mm. which was also our first like African safari experience. So the, the whole trip was just, uh, for me, it was a dream. How
0: cool.
1: Yeah, people should definitely look into Basaruto. That's his dream spot um and for me i think it was lombok uh next to bali you know a lot of people go to bali and bali i lo- i love bali daniel doesn't not a huge fan of it um but again we went in the wrong season so that's why we say think about what you want mm-hmm. um but lombok for 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 us and particularly for me it was stunning it had the most amazing beaches um, the nature was just like the waterfalls and the greenery that you see in the jungle that you see in Bali it was the same but it was untouched it was like 30 years back oh wow and the vibe of the place everything really really clicked with us we had a really good time
0: how cool so then what are some of like the craziest or worst experiences you've ever had traveling
2: uh, when, one of the craziest ones, uh, I have to say, uh, was our second time in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Um, we booked a whole trip, nine days, just to get to one one island, which is called uh, Cresta de Gallo. It's very difficult to get to, and we were moving a lot. Um, it's kind of undiscovered still, so it was difficult even to book the hotels. Uh, one night, we ended up just staying in a in a house.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, it, it was very difficult moving a lot. We spent a lot of time in uh, in these uh, boats, which they call pump boats or bancas. Mm-hmm. They're really uncomfortable. We
1: couldn't sit anymore. Like we just couldn't handle it. We were like, you, you need to imagine that we made it all the way to the Philippines, to one island, to go to another one, to another one. We slept it like I don't know, in really weird. Places, particularly one night. Um, and when we made it to that island, we stayed only a couple day,
2: of hours, yeah, not was, even a day. Yeah, it was just daylight. Uh, to be fair, it was amazing, it was stunning, the island itself. We were alone there. Uh, so to be fair, it, it was worth it, but it was tough. It was really tough. And after that, we decided uh, to change the beat and, and just try to stay two nights. Because moving every day is is just uh, too much.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nuts. So you were you were traveling just like the whole time just to get to one island.
2: Yeah, of course we ended up. We saw other different uh, places and attractions that that are on the way there. But the the whole purpose of the trip and why we went to the islands we went uh, was to get there. Uh, we, we flew to an island. From there, we had to move to another island. From there to another island.
0: Oh, man. Just to reach the smaller island.
2: It was... Now, When, when we talk about it, it's just uh, incredible that we did that. There. The
1: boats were cancelled because there were, like, big ferries. And then we had to ask uh, locals in a town where there's no notarists uh, in an island, actually, to, like, find someone that has a little banca that can take us. And they were like, it's quite dangerous. We were like, yeah, well, we need to go. <laughs>
0: Oh, geez. How crazy. So, then, now that you guys have started this blog, like what really has changed in your life since you guys decided to go for it?
2: Oof, a lot. I mean, uh, we talked about the dynamic of, of, of us, of uh, us as a couple,
1: mm-hmm.
2: how we, we learn things about each other that we didn't know. Uh, we learn new skills uh, about photography, we, we got a drone. Uh, Billy started getting in, into editing pictures. Uh, she even started uh, writing differently.
1: Yeah, I mean, as I told you, like it's literally become part of our daily lives, and and brought to us some pretty awesome opportunities as well. Um, one of them was I remember Dana, when we started with the with a GoPro. He would tell me like, honestly. All I want is, you know, maybe one day we can stay in a hotel for free. And, <laughs> and a couple of months after we were being approached by this really big, it's not a hotel chain, but it's like a booking.com for luxury hotels. Oh, yeah. And we were approached by them. We got hired to go to the Caribbean and you know, create content uh, for these luxury hotels. Wow. And it was amazing. Like it was, it was very tiring, particularly because it was their first time. But it was it was a super cool experience, and we saw ourselves growing so much into photography and into posing and into understanding each other during the photo shoots. Because sometimes, like he's like, "Go right, go right," and I don't even understand what the hell he's trying to tell me. So, and we and he gets frustrated because I'm standing on the other side and and I I don't get him. So we <clears throat> we just started really understanding each other much much more. And the growth that you see it in those three weeks, how it started and how it ended, it's freaking amazing.
0: Wow! How cool! So, like, let's talk big picture. Where do you guys see this going? Um, where would you like the blog to go to? Like, your like, where? What are some of your big goals?
1: Um. Well, we. For me, and, my, and for my side, I, I will um, become a full-time content creator. Dano still will pursue his engineering dream. Mm-hmm. But what we want is we want to create a platform for either 95ers or people that want to travel and they have the same mindset. We want to give them the tools. And um, we want to keep creating content for for hotels, or um, <clears throat> travel. Uh, how do you call it? Uh, travel boards? No. Um,
0: like agencies, like tourism, tourism,
1: tourism board. boards. Oh, yeah. yeah, tourism board. And uh, hopefully, have our blog um, as a passive, like that, it can create some passive income for us.
0: That's awesome.
2: But definitely, yeah. I think the the word that you're looking for is we we really want to inspire other people too mm. to just do the same thing, just travel, just start. You don't have to know. You you will learn. Don't worry. Um, just just get to it, and and we want to inspire people that that this everybody can do this.
1: Mm. And that it's it for us. It's not like coconuts and coordinates has become. A lifestyle more than a blog or an Instagram page. Mm -hmm. It's the way we live. It's it's the way we think now. When we want to buy something, we we'd rather invest in a camera than on captures.
0: Right. Your priorities shifted a little bit, or a lot.
2: Oh, a lot, (laughs) lot. especially Billy's. Yeah,
0: (laughs) definitely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So then um, last question. So what did you say are some of like the best benefits that you've been able to gain from traveling and seeing so much of the world? How has your perspective changed?
1: Basically for me, it's been that nothing beats experiences, nothing resets your mind um, as traveling. And it's pretty amazing to learn other cultures. I mean, in Dubai, we are surrounded by tons of different cultures, but it's very different when you go to their place mm-hmm. and experience
2: that. You end, you end up growing a lot. I mean, if, if we compare ourselves to the person we, we were, uh, me personally, when I left uh, Colombia, um, to just think differently, um, back then, Colombia was the only place for me, and it was the most amazing place, and the most amazing people, and it still is very special, and I love it. But I do appreciate other cultures, other places. I, I I love I love the world basically because we've been to every single continent there is except of Antarctica.
0: Wow.
2: Um, we really, yeah, we just enjoyed so much, and every place you go is so beautiful.
1: And it's also made us, in a way, more simple people, mm-hmm. like in the, in in the fact that. Maybe when I came to Dubai, you see all luxury cars and all these flashlights and <clears throat> I used to live in this beautiful skyscraper. But right now, what matters more to us, like we have much more fun going and camping in the middle of nowhere and being together and being with nature than, than going on a fancy dinner, which, so, and that changed. Like that, we've just become more simple and we enjoy other things much more.
2: Yeah, you even became, became vegan, so you became really mm. conscious uh, about, uh, about things. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, I guess it broke my heart seeing for so much plastic, so that was the first big change that we made. Like, we, we, we barely buy anything that has plastic mm. um, and because we've seen it ourselves. You know, it's not something that you see, uh, I don't know, Greta talking about. It's something that we've seen it ourselves. Mm-hmm. How how much impact us humans have in nature. And with that comes also um, for me, it was becoming a vegan and caring much more about the planet than I did before. And, and now about the animals too.
0: That's super cool. How beautiful. Well, thank you guys so much for being on. This has been just a fantastic and enlightening conversation. Um, So I'm so blessed. Thank you so much for being here. Um, if people want to learn more or follow you and read your blog, where can they find you?
1: All right. So you can find us on Instagram at uh, coconuts and coordinates and our blog will be it's dot com. The link will be on our bio on Instagram.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much.
1: No, thank you. We, we really loved uh, having a chat and it just makes us think back and all this time.
2: Yeah, we just love talking about our travels. Uh, but again, who doesn't, right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> So
0: absolutely.
2: thank you so much for having us. Uh, it's been really a pleasure.
0: It was my pleasure as well.